Good morning, good morning. It is another episode of the Early Birds Podcast, and it is a wonderful, beautiful Saturday, even though it's snowing outside, and I have a very special guest today, Markia Haygood, the owner of Marketering plus full-time mother on top of that, and she also does uh, some incredible work for us here at Nextdoor Lending as well, ensuring that our marketing team is absolutely on top of everything. You're a spectacular human. You're always so positive, and I'm so delighted to have you on the show today. How are you doing? Thank you, John. I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing amazing, Great. as you and I have been talking kind, right. of, kind of throughout <laughs> all this. So listen, uh, I, I uh, am excited to have you on here. And for those of you that, that do not know, we're going to share a little bit about her background and her journey and how she brought up to who she is today, the human being that you are today. So I'd, I'd like to start. Talk us to, to us a little bit about early on and the way you've kind of grown into this entrepreneur and having this different mindset. Where did that all start? Yeah. Well, you know, um, it started when I was a kid. So me and Mikea, we used to sell a lot of things. We used to have a lot of different businesses. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So like we would ask our dad, like, hey, can we get some money like Saturday morning, go to the store and we'll get like chips, juices, and we will get a table in our driveway and we will just like sell all types of snacks. Then that evolved to like taking his, my dad's old jeans, cutting them up sewing them by hand and turning them into purses. No I swear. Way, yeah. Like we were selling purses for twenty five dollars from my dad's old jeans as like little kids. So yeah, that's how it like kinda started. And then um with my cooking, like I've always I've started cooking when I was like eight. So that's when I really realized, like, this is what I want to do. And um, I just will always be in the kitchen, like, hey, guys, welcome to my show. Like, I'll be cutting up an apple or something like that. And um, when I had my son, though, is when it really, like, set in. I was working um, as a processor for a well-known company mm -hmm. we all know. Mm -hmm. And they would have the Food Network channel on. And... Dude, I can watch the Food Network channel for hours. <laughs> like, literally for hours. And I'll just be watching it, like, talking to clients, like, yeah, so I need this document. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's not what I wanted, you know? And so once I had my son, I was like, you know, life's getting real. Like, it's getting serious. I can't keep going day by day doing things I don't enjoy doing. I need to start actually putting myself out there. I enjoy cooking. Like, I just vibe with my food. I just do. So one of the things I want to talk about with with the journey itself is mm -hmm. uh, one, you're you're an absolute you're a woman of color, mm -hmm. right? And you have to go through that journey. Two, yeah. you're a woman, right? right. On, on top of all yeah. that. So let me ask you this for for those women out there mm -hmm. in, in the entrepreneurship, what would you tell them on, on getting started, right? Because I think mm -hmm. so so many people are so fearful, yeah. and and especially people with with your demographic, we mm -hmm. hear a lot about it. And now you're setting that standard. You're giving others permission to kind of follow that lead. Yeah. What would you tell women like that? I would tell them to do it. Just go do it. Um, even if you like, you have this vision, right, in your mind, first of all, the vision was given to you because you're the only person that can do it. And even though you can't see how you're going to get there, the fact that you know that there's somewhere you're supposed to be, write it down. Like, seriously, write that down. Um, I... It was funny. We were just talking about writing things down. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to tell you guys, I just found a few of my notebooks and I date it. Make sure you date it. And I put like 2019. I want to, you know, get my cooking show filmed. I want to do this. I want to do that. Like writing all this stuff down and to go back in today and say like, wow, I can actually check these things off. You just you got to write it down. first. So so with with, with the goals. And, and I love that because that message mm -hmm. is so simple. But people it's giving permission to people that it's okay to just go do it, right? Yeah. Because people think like, well, I have to have this done first and I have to have this done first. Guys, no, you don't. 
Stop waiting for your New Year's resolution. For the love of God, stop waiting. Right. Every day that passes is a day that you lose. And for you, every single day is so important, especially with how busy you are. Right. Full-time mom, right? Uh, full-time employee at the company. Yeah. Plus, you're also an entrepreneur, self-employed. And you gotta, you got to manage everything. Mm-hmm. How do you time manage? Like, where do you even start with that to make sure you get your time in with the family, right? with the kid, or, you know, with your significant other? How, how do you manage all of that? Dude, honestly, so one thing I had to learn was being present. Mm-hmm. Like, literally be present in every single moment. And even, like, because so being a mom, mm-hmm. you you have this plan like, oh, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do this and blah, 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 blah. And then your child's like, no, I got other plans for your day. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, so it's hard. So you got to like plan around that. So like I will say thank you to you for the early bird podcast mm-hmm. because it really helped me with, you know, I need to wake up earlier. Let me wake up earlier so that way I can get more done, you know, while he's sleeping. So really writing that schedule out. Okay, this is what I know I have to do today. I'm going to write it out step by step by step. Everything's not going to get done. Everything's not going to go the way I just wrote it out. But I'm being intentful that I want to get these things done, you know. But when I'm in those moments, like when I get home from work, I'm, I'm in the moment now. I'm at home. Like I'm cooking. I'm getting, you know, dinner ready. We're having like family conversation. Like I'm in that moment and I'm not worrying about anything else until we're done with that moment. When, when everyone's done talking, when we're done eating, whatever the situation is, now, okay, I'm going to probably go get on my computer. Or let me, you know, things like that. But just be present. It's it's about that purpose, you know. And, and what you said is actually something I, I personally struggle with, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I know I struggle with it. The, the thing that I've learned about myself is is I try so hard not to lie to myself. Because yeah. we want to lie to ourselves so bad. We're like, I'm doing the best I can. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. Yeah, Come on. Really? I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Listen. 95% of us are not doing the best that we can. We think it's the best that we can, mm-hmm. but to your point, it's so like surprising if you push yourself a little bit further. Yeah. And so my, my question revolves around purpose a little bit to you. Yeah. You know, you were fortunate to find your purpose uh, at such a young age. Yeah. How do you continue to follow that purpose? And, and for those, you know, especially women out there yeah. that maybe they're not sure of what their purpose is yet, what do you tell them? It's a really good question, actually. I've helped a few people with this. Um, I tell people, like, what do you enjoy doing without being forced to do it? What do you do naturally? What's your hobby? What is something you do in your free time that you just absolutely enjoy doing? You're a natural at it. That's more than likely going to be your purpose. Right? I I love how you (laughs) kept that so simple, too, because... Sometimes simplicity, that's just like the best way to get things through to people. Right. And it's true. It's like, have you actually sat down and thought to yourself, what do you enjoy doing the, the most? Right. And people haven't for the exactly. most part. So um, I want to transition a little bit. We, we mm-hmm. talked earlier about it. We were talking about your name. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, again, the, the one thing that I, I love about you, and we've talked about this, is like you, you embrace who you are. But. You said you didn't always embrace who you were. Yeah. And you were talking about your name, uh, Marquia. And you were saying sometimes it got this connotation. And you were like, God, people were telling me I was, oh, that name is too ghetto. Right. right? That's Mm -hmm. the word that they would use. How do you break that? Because it's like you still want to create your confidence, but you have the world telling you like, oh, you're not going to make it with that name. And you're like, you start thinking that to yourself. And now you're like, wait a minute. 
screw you guys. You know? Like, you're a liar. Okay, that's not the case. What do you say to, to other people that feel mm-hmm. that way, especially in the, the position that you're in? Yeah, I say, honestly, first, keep saying it. Keep saying it until you love it, you know, and really, like, look at it. Like, write your name down. Look at it and really understand, like, this is me. This is who I am. At the end of the day, you can't, you can't be anyone else but yourself. So you might as well embrace it. And it's so weird because, like, Sometimes, too, it takes other people to show you, mm. you know? Like, I remember I first I started this job, and, like, for me, like, when I'm shy to tell people my name, like, that was how it was for me. Oh, yeah, I'll get takeout. Oh, what's the name? Uh, Mar. Just put wow. Mar. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Crazy. And at this job, um, I was like, my name's Markia. And my coworker was like, that reminds me of, like, Marquee. Like a like a marquee. marquee yeah. yeah, he's like, wow, like that's really beautiful. Your name's gonna be like really big. Like that's really big. And I was like, Oh, that's that's really cool. Like, you know, like thanks for sharing that. I never even thought of it like that. And it's just like little things like that, you know, like the fact that he even shared that. He didn't have to say that to no. me. But he didn't know I, I actually needed that. Oh my god, mm-hmm. that's so beautiful. Give me goosebumps. <laughs> right? that. Like, you cool? did because <laughs> well here here's the thing, like what you're experiencing, somebody else is experiencing, right? right? And, and God willing, they're, they're able to, to watch this one day yeah. and see it and you give them that same confidence. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've been talking about is giving people permission, right? And like exactly. when you now have the confidence to go in, you're giving somebody else confidence that has that similar situation. Mm-hmm. And I shared it with you just being of Middle Eastern descent and where I grew up, uh, I used to not want people to know like my, my Arabic heritage because mm-hmm. I was oh I'm going to get made fun of. Where now, like I love it, I embrace it so much. But it took me so much time to build that confidence. Yeah. But as a, as a kid, as you're growing up, you don't want to tell your parents about it, right? Because you know what they're gonna say. My, my parents are gonna tell me, like, I don't know about your culture, but my mm-hmm. culture. What are you talking about? Your name's beautiful. It's right. amazing. What? Do you, stop. Exactly. So I, I gave you that mom. name. Yeah. What are you talking about? Don't right? yell at me. <laughs> so I'm sitting at home, just like internalizing yeah. all my friends making fun of me, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe maybe I'll go by John. You know, like mm-hmm. call, call me John. Right, right. Um, I don't want him to know my middle name, or mm-hmm. do I? Should I tell him my last name? And it's so crazy because yeah. like, that's such an like it's so ignorant for me to feel that way. Right. But it's other people making me feel that way. Exactly. So with with your your background and mm-hmm. the entrepreneurship and the way you've been scaling, mm-hmm. what you run into a lot in in our industries, especially where we're at, is a lot yeah. of male uh, you know dominant in this industry yeah. and in in the industry that you're you know pursuing and going through. Mm-hmm. How do you separate yourself and go in there and you still own who you are right. as a human being, but you also let people know that, hey, I'm here, mm-hmm. I'm not going nowhere, and there's nothing you could do about it. Amen. How yeah. do you how do you do that? Honestly, staying true to myself. Mm-hmm. Really like knowing who I am. And uh, let me be honest, I'm still figuring me out. I'm I'm still young, so I'm and even when you get older, you're still gonna be figuring yourself out. We change. Um but really just knowing the type of person I am, you know, and knowing my character. And when I step into those conversations, I am present in those moments and I wait, you know, okay, now it's my turn to talk. I'm gonna give you the floor, but like now I'm gonna talk when the it's appropriate, you know? But really just like Knowing myself and building up my confidence. And honestly, y'all, sometimes you have to build your confidence up in your own self, in your head, in those conversations. You have to say, like, I promise you I've done this before and it worked. I had a situation. It was a female, actually. She's very dominant, very strong-minded, very, this is what I want. This is what I want you to do. And I really don't expect you to say no Mm -hmm. type of mentality. So she's talking, she's talking. And in my head, I'm like, I'm confident, I'm confident, I'm confident. And I let her talk, and as soon as she's done talking, I said, okay, great, so listen, and bam. 
And the words just started flowing. It just happened. And, and it's so beautiful. You know what I love about that too? Mm-hmm. That's like so impressive. It's it's like, it's, yes, you're listening to what they're saying, right. but you're not letting what they're saying bring you down. Exactly. And so your thoughts, as opposed to you dissecting what they're saying, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, is she taking a shot at me? Or why would she say it like this? Right. All you're doing is saying, I got this. I'm confident. You can do this. Just wait your turn. Be polite. You got this. Get your opportunity. Mm-hmm. Boom. Opportunity hits and you go, boom, here I am. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then it, she's like, oh, OK. You know, and it kind of like leverages that. You, yeah. th- you think that you like, gained more respect with her, too? When yes, you did that? It, oh, my God. It did. Because people some people are a type male or female. Yep. And if you like curl up into a ball, then it's like like, you know, how do they perceive that? It makes them more dominant. But if you, you know, set that tone, it's like, oh, okay, you know, it kind of brings them down a little bit, which, you know, it's it's fine. Sometimes they need that. They, <laughs> listen, we all need it, myself included, Me right? Too. And I, I tell people that all the time. Um, look, I I'm a I'm an A type personality, mm-hmm. so do I? Like, there are times where I go and I think my way is the right way, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just dialed in and ready to go, and then all of a sudden I get hit with like the truth, uh-huh. you know, and somebody hits me with it, and I stop and I go, all right. What am I doing? Right. Like, let me listen for a second. Let me stop thinking I know everything because mm-hmm. I don't. I'm I'm 31 years old. I still got so much to learn. Like, what yeah. am I doing right now? Like, go, going through this, going through this phase. Right. Um. You know, one of the things I want to talk to our, our viewers about specifically mm-hmm. too with you is the fact that you do a lot, right? And mm-hmm. you still have your entrepreneurship, and you still working for a company full time, and your significant other, and then yeah. your family, and then your son. So for for women out there, right, mm-hmm. that maybe they're thinking to themselves, okay. I have my kid. Mm-hmm. It's getting tough. Gosh, I still want to work. I still want to build something. But God, do I have the time? Right. Do I have the time? How How are you managing with with yeah. raising? You know, and I I've, I've been fortunate to meet him. Just an unbelievable human being. Thank He's gonna you. be an incredible man one day. Thank you. And you you have such a big piece, and I see the love that 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 you show and the mm-hmm. support that you show. What do you tell other mothers out yeah. there that that have that same situation and still want to move in that in that direction in terms of growing themselves and their careers? Yeah, honestly, I say pray. Like prayer, oh my goodness, is number one. Um, that because when you're speaking it out, you know you're like, okay, this is what I want. I I'm aware that right now it's tough. Like. I don't have the time or I'm exhausted or I'm stressed out, you know, or like today's just not my day. You have to constantly pray. And I'm not talking about once a day in the morning. Like I'm talking about throughout the day. Like even if you have a moment where you're just super overwhelmed with emotion, you better stop everything and pray. Because, you know, like at the end of the day, I had to realize we're not supposed to carry a lot of weight on us. We're just not. You're literally supposed to pray and let that go. Let God, let the universe take it and let let everything move. You know the saying, moving mountains? Yeah, oh yeah. You're not physically moving those mountains. You're speaking and saying what you need, and those mountains are moving for you. Things are making it possible for you, you know? It's perspective. We've talked about this so many times. It's like you can can look at life in one of two ways. I I really believe this, and and I want to talk about the mindset because I think your mindset's so powerful. But one of the two ways you look at life, it's all about perspective. You can Mm -hmm. either, A, when a situation happens to you, you can look at it and go, woe is me. Mm-hmm. Or B, you look at it and go, okay, what the hell is the silver lining here? Right. But here's what I'm going to, you know, here's what I'll say. I know it's not easy, okay? I, I, I was never, I wasn't built like this, okay? Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I didn't grow up like this. I had a lot of that, like, victim mentality and blaming me and, mm-hmm. you know, blaming others. And, and that's just, it's human nature. Yeah. And it took a lot of mentors uh, to get rid of my stubbornness, okay, to, to get me in that right direction. But for you, you're always so positive, 
And I want to ask you, one, was it always that way mm-hmm. is the first question. And then number two, how do you continue to be positive even though life is going to keep throwing these just curveballs at you left right? and right? Dude, okay. So, no, it's not always been positive mm-hmm. um, since I was a little kid. We're not going to go into that. But no worries. No worries. <laughs> All you. Um, it's so funny, though, because, yeah, people, they probably look at you sometimes like, oh, you're so positive. You keep this smile on your face. It's a decision. Like, it's literally a decision. Um, there was a time in my life where I lost everything. I had nothing. I mean, from a home, a bed, a car, nothing, you know. And me and Trayvon and Tristan, we went through that together. We had nothing. And we were forced in a situation where we're like, we can either, like, let this situation be our life or we can overcome it, you know? And it's like, how do we continue to stay happy through all of this? And it's literally a decision every single day. And it's like, you just, when things are being thrown at you, you have to literally just kind of pause sometimes and you have to figure it out. What's the lesson in this? What am I being taught? Why is this happening? And it's like, okay, now let me have gratitude. What was that conversation like with Trayvon when that, you know, you guys are going through everything that you're going through. Mm-hmm. How, how do you sit down with, with you know, with, with the significant other and you're, you're sitting there like, okay, we got to have a real talk right now. Yeah. Like we're not in a good place. Right. How, how do you even start that conversation and, and how do you guys even move together? Like, so like you guys were moving together, yeah. right? Like yeah. it's like, okay, we're going to do this together. Yeah. How, how, where does that conversation start? Dude. Honestly, like, right? right it's yeah. crazy. So, like, just to give you a little background, we've been together. Oh, my dad's going to kill me. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm saying it on your show. We've been together since eighth grade. Okay. So, we're, you know, 27. We'll edit it out. I'm sorry about right, that, Right, because dad yeah. is literally going to kill me. He always asks us that. Um, so, we've been growing, though. So, we were at a point where we were making a lot of money together, blowing our money, you know, and then we were at a point where we lost everything. So, when we lost everything is when we had to really realize, like, What are we doing with our lives? You know, where do we want to go in our future? And, you know, a lot of times you want to have those conversations, but it's kind of like it's very uncomfortable. Mm. Right. So they present themselves and it's because you want to have it, though. You don't have to. I tell people don't force anything like do never force it when it's time to have those conversations. They're going to present themselves and you you have to sit down and literally talk and figure out what are we doing? How are we going to get out of this? And yeah, two and a half years we got out of That's, it. This, so it's so crazy because like, you know, they they talk about relationships mm-hmm. all the time and like why relationships fail and all this and all that. Mm-hmm. And and what it really boils down to communication. Yeah. And and to your what you just said is being honest mm-hmm. with with each other. Right. And like super honest with mm-hmm. each other. And you you know you talked about like you were blowing money, you're making it, you're spending it. Um, I was in that same position super early on, mm-hmm. and uh, I was you know I was very fortunate to be in the spot that I was in, but. One of the things that, um, I, you know, like I always say, I love my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. They, they, I know they did the best that they could for me. I really do. I believe it in my heart. Yeah. But they both came from overseas, back in the Middle East. And there's things that they just didn't know. Like, they didn't understand compound interest. They didn't understand co-signing for a credit card for me when I was a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't learn that. I didn't learn anything about that. I had to learn it the hard way, which is what you just said, where I'm like, I'm making money. Let me spend it. Right. It'll keep coming. It doesn't keep coming, man. It 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 stops. Yeah. So for for you from like a financial literacy standpoint, mm-hmm. right? And now you guys are, are getting back on that track yeah. and you're doing the right things and you're building something for yourself. Mm-hmm. Then you have your son. What are the conversations going to be like to you or at least what do you think they're going to be like with your son about okay, 
saving money and financial yeah. literacy and and breaking habits that that can run deep with inside of some of our cultures. It, um, absolutely, my, mine for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some of yours as well. How, what are those conversations going to be like about financial literacy? Dude, we're starting them now. I love that. How, like, you, how are you right doing now? It? You know, so like I let him know, hey, this is how much this costs. Like, let the kids know how much things cost. Kids think that we're made of money. Mm -hmm. So if you let them think that and you just keep throwing it out, they're going to think it's going to constantly come in. And that's where that mindset starts when they get older. So I let them know, listen, this is how much I have. This is how much this is. And then he's like, wait, what's left? You know, like you have to (laughs) see, like he has to really understand that. And we, we show him the discipline behind it. No, we, we, yeah, we want to go out to Zap Zone every single week, but we can't do that. You know, it costs this amount of money. We want to do these things, but instead we also to implement, you know, activities outside. We love doing activities outside and just showing him other ways to have fun without having to spend money. I, I love that so much. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. I saw his monster truck yesterday. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was so proud of it, you know, to like showcase it and show mm-hmm. it off. Um, he, he's listen, he's such a great human being. Uh, he, he gets a lot of love, obviously, yeah. um, from from you and, and obviously significant other and everybody yeah. else in between, especially the family. Um, listen, I, I want to talk a bit about the entrepreneurship yes. and the, the marketing. So you and I had a conversation about two weeks ago, and I remember you calling me. And I'm gonna share this story, yeah. okay? And I remember you calling me. We were talking about an event to mm-hmm. like sponsor, and I remember asking you the question, like, "Hey, how can we also push your agenda?" Right. And I remember you being a little hesitant yeah. to tell me, which is fine, right? Because yeah. it's like I, I'm one of the owners of Nextdoor Lending. Mm-hmm. I'm the president. You're like, oh, do I want to tippy toe down that route or do I not? And and back to what I was talking to you about, and this is what's so important that I want people to understand. Mm-hmm. It's like because you were so honest with me, like here's what I, I know. I know that you don't own Nextdoor Lending, okay? I, I know you don't because mm-hmm. I'm one of the owners and I know who owns the company, right? <laughs> but I also know you have ambitions to do things bigger than just yourself mm-hmm. and bigger than, than next door lending. You want something that's yours. Right. And I'm so like appreciative of that because it makes me understand you as a human being. But the one thing I talked to you about is like, hey, let's be honest with each other mm-hmm. so we can set each other up because yeah. now we go to these events. Let me push your agenda, mm-hmm. you know, but I still need your help pushing my agenda. Right. But in turn, guess what? I got you on this because when you tell me about this, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that blows up. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So for, for those out there that are maybe working at an a, a, as um, as an employee, mm-hmm. but they want to own something that's theirs. Right. It's, it's very big in, in my culture. And I know it's a big thing with financial literacy. And we've been working a lot within the African-American community. Yes, we have. Owning something, right? Mm-hmm. Owning something so important for the community because, unfortunately, with history, a lot of things were taken away. Yeah. Right? So how, how what would you say to people out there that are working for somebody but mm-hmm. also trying to build their business? And hey, look, there's a way to do both where yeah. we, you can still make the money you got to make to help fund and feed that that process you're trying to build. What would you tell them after our conversation? Yeah, I would tell them. So stay where you're at. Focus on your business. Also, when you're at your job, give it 100 mm-hmm. percent. Like you literally have to, because one thing about your business, your purpose, what you're supposed to do, even though if you're not doing it, you know, every single day, all day. The fact that you're doing it at some point in your day, your dreams are already coming true. Like they've already happened, you know. And when you're at those businesses, like I'm here at Next Door Lending, mm-hmm. right? Guys, it's so much bigger than me being here at Next Door Lending. Like I have, I'm doing things that I'm going to be doing in my business. Exactly. So you have to have that mindset like, oh, wow, I'm being taught how to create an invoice, how to, you know, create, you know, those business relationships. I'm building that. I'm going to use those tools when I leave, you know, 
And I'm not saying I'm going to leave. No, but no. You know what I'm saying. But, like, but, but, <laughs> but here's the thing, though. E- even if you do, like, that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to explain to people. Like, that's okay. I, I don't expect you to be here forever, mm-hmm. right? Especially if you have that entrepreneur mindset. Right. I'm good with it. I swear to you, I am. And, like, people need to be good with it because yeah. who am I as a business owner to be mm-hmm. upset at somebody else that wants to become a business owner? What kind that's of true. ignorance is that on my part? Mm-hmm. I was in the same boat a couple years ago where I'm right. working for somebody, mm-hmm. right? And I said, okay. I'm not at a place yet where I can do my own thing, but what can I do to get myself set up to do my own thing? Right. I got to execute on everything here and everything in between until I, until I get to that point. Exactly. And that's exactly what it is. So mm-hmm. like, I appreciate you sharing that. And for those, it's okay. Listen, I, I hope she leaves one day. You know why? Because I know if she does, it's because what she's doing is blowing up. It's the best for her and her family. I'm gonna give you the biggest hug in the world and tell you thank you for everything that you did for the company. Thank you. You know, and I mean yeah. that from the bottom of my heart. And hopefully, you you know that and feel I do. that from us I, here. I really do hope you feel that way. I absolutely do. Um, listen, absolutely. I I want to I want to talk a, a a little bit about the the culture itself uh-huh. and from the, from the background. Um, mm-hmm. There are things that you weren't taught, right? Mm-hmm. That you just didn't know, or, or your family didn't know. Mm-hmm. So what are some of those things that you would want to teach people that are, are a woman, woman mm-hmm. of color, yeah. that are coming up, you know, through through the game, through the industry, yeah. and maybe they, they are growing up in certain conditions that aren't the best of conditions yeah. for them, and it's super easy to be negative in mm-hmm. those conditions. What would you say to them about, hey, there's an opportunity, there's a way to do it? Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like really in tune emotionally with a lot of my emotions and feelings, right? Um, so one thing we were never taught was how to deal with our emotions, you know, and people don't know, like people think like, oh, when someone says they have anxiety, like, oh, you, something's wrong with you or it's all in your head or this or that. Anxiety is a real thing. And when you really break it down and realize you can have good anxiety and bad anxiety, you can be excited, super anxious, or you can be afraid and super anxious, but it's all a feeling. So you have to really be able to process those feelings and get out of your head sometimes. Like, understand what's going on, take accountability, but then push yourself out of that and really understand that I'm here now, but I'm going somewhere bigger. And I can because why not? Literally, why not? It's that's so, so, and you're, it's funny, so our cultures share that, Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, Mom, I love you when I say this, but growing up, when I would say anxiety, immediately mm-hmm. I got shut down. Right? Oh, yeah. Immediately. What are you anxious for? You got a roof over your head? You know, you're, you you got nothing to be anxious about. All right, I guess I got nothing to be anxious about, right? right? And yeah, then here yeah. I am, like, internally, like, oh, God, oh, God. You know, like, losing my mind. Right. And now my mom understands it, obviously, mm-hmm. more more than she ever did before because she's seen how it's affected mm-hmm. us and everything. and. It's been such a journey because I've gotten to walk through it. And, and there are some people that never get to learn yeah. to walk through that. And so I'm so, to your point, it's perspective. Mm-hmm. I am so grateful yeah. that I do get to understand it. And now guess what? I get to talk to my mom about it now right. and my dad and my future kids one day, mm-hmm. God willing, and anybody else that crosses my path. And I can say, hey, look, thank God I've been fortunate to be, um, I'm not going to call myself you know, super successful, mm-hmm. but I've been a spot to where I feel very comfortable with me as a human being. And I've dealt with those struggles of anxiety and of mental, you know, health disorders. Right. And now I get to talk to somebody about it. And right. I say, hey, look, I'm st- I'm here and I did it. And it's like that giving permission piece yeah. uh, that we talked about. Um, look, so we are, we got a couple minutes left. Okay. And one of the questions I, I always ask, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you the same question, okay? Okay. Now, even though, uh, you know, you, you guys have been together since, since the eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> all right? One of the things I want to ask you is if you were to talk to an 18-year-old Marquia, 
All right, and you got to look her dead in the eye, and you got to tell her anything you wanted to tell her, any single thing mm -hmm. you want to tell her, but you only get one minute to tell yeah. her, right? So you walk into that room, and she sees herself as a future you and where you are today, and you got one minute. Mm -hmm. What are you telling her? I'm going to tell her everything's going to be okay. Oh, don't make me cry. It's going to be okay. <laughs> don't make me cry. <laughs> don't do that. Serious, you have to, though, you know? Um, I had So I meditate, and I had a really good meditation where I – was thinking about myself in that present moment where I was at in my life. And then for some reason, I started thinking about where I'm going to be in 10 years from now. And I had to see like, okay, how am I going to get there? You know, and that person, what would she tell me right now in this moment? Because she's going to get there. I don't know how, but I'm going to get there. And I had to realize like, I'm going to be okay. And you have to keep telling yourself, you're going to be okay. Because when you think about when you were younger, and you think about now, you are way better than you were when you were 18, you know? So you're going to be okay. I, I love that so much. Honestly, that's, uh, <laughs> you got me emotional saying that. Just the way you said it, I, can, yeah. I felt it. You know, I felt what you said. It's mm -hmm. like there, there was some hurt back there. Yeah. You know, it was in, 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 I, I feel the same way. Like there was, there's some pain that's still back there. Right? And I feel it some days, that pain. But it's like, man, I'd love to tell that guy, like, hey, man, stop. Yeah. You know, stop. You're good. Like, just go. Exactly. Just go, just go, just go, and don't let anybody stop you. Exactly. Listen, I appreciate you more than you know. Uh, you've been doing amazing things for us. Thank you. I'm very grateful to have you in my life. I, I know the rest of us are as well. Um, you're an unbelievable person. You have the most, one of the most incredible souls I've ever met. And I'm so grateful to be in your presence every single day. And thank you for everything that you do. Thank you. Um, guys, for those, for those that are listening, just remember one thing. It's going to be okay. And you're going to get through it. I promise you, you will. And if you don't feel that way, please reach out. There's always somebody to talk to. I promise you there is. And I'd love to be that person for any of you one day. But this is the Early Birds Podcast. And our guest, Marquia, thank you so much for joining us today. We'll tune into another episode. Look forward to speaking to you guys more. Take care.